Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani, and I wanted to let you know that each and every week I'm part of a great program called the Ringer MMA Show. I host it alongside two absolutely brilliant minds. Their names, Chuck Mendenhall and Pete Carroll. And every Thursday, a new episode drops where we preview the weekend in mixed martial arts and react to all the biggest news. Plus, after every UFC pay-per-view, we give you a post-fight show. So this is what you have to do. Just follow the Ringer MMA show on your Spotify app so you don't miss an episode. We'll talk to you then. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Shout out to that guy. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast is back. The day is Tuesday, July 11th, and I, your forever 24-7 champion, is officially off the market. That's right. It has happened. The marriage of the sench has taken place. The wedding of the millennium has occurred. And joining me back in his current home in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the physically strong stack guy, Greg. Half of our uh, audience is clapping and half of them are crying hearing that you're, you're off the market. You're like, <laughs> Sorry, ladies, it's too late. Too late. <laughs> so you missed the your four chance. Women, the four women in the Discord, it's just, it's over. <laughs> uh, joining us back in Los Angeles where he's yet to put on a sweater, 36 at 35, Dipperstein. How are you? I got to tell you, it's it's officially too hot to wear a sweater in Los Angeles. Oh, so now you're into like uh, 
just wearing like a button-down semi-formal shirt situation? Yeah, I can't go full semi. I can't go full formal anymore. Wow. The, 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 the outfit I wore to this wedding that you guys are talking about, I don't even know what wedding you're talking about. <laughs> apparently, there was a wedding this weekend. Oh, but yeah. Apparently, whatever wedding you're talking about, I, uh, that was the most formal I've been dressed in a very long time, and that's very rare for me. I'm a very formal guy. Oh, I know. Um, now you have to dress like you're like a – he's like a, a Gentile at Thanksgiving. That's what you look like right now. Uh, just a button-down shirt. You're wearing khaki <laughs> pants? You're wearing khaki pants? Maybe some uh, some bucks. You know those it's shoes? So, the old tie-up bucks? It's so funny because I have a, a corned beef and a sweet potato mash right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, um, we know what you're here for, and that is to hear Dipperstein's speech. And you will. You will hear the speech. We are going to end the show with the live, the first ever encore presentation of the Dipperstein speech, which will be the live audio recorded by the good people uh, who did our sound at Tribeca Rooftop. And they gave me the full stereo quality audio. I wish the, I wish the crowd was a little more audible, like you hear them, but they're pretty faint. But it's perfect, oh. mic. It's perfect mic quality, so I really can't complain. Not to mention Dip's dip sound effects and music that he orchestrated the day before is all perfectly in there. So I really can't complain. Um, but, uh, yeah, here, here we are. I'm, I'm trying to like settle back into regular life. Although I, I, it's impossible because a, the high is just very intense. And then B, I turn around and leave for our vacation on Saturday. So like this week is just sort of a, it actually it's just the greatest week. You just kind of like you're working, but I'm really just having a ball. And then Saturday I'm gone for like two weeks. So, um, and not from cheap heat because I don't consider this work, but for my jobby jobs, I'm I'm gone. So, I, I guess I need to start with Sakai Greg, who I have is the only person I really haven't. Dip and I got to recap a bit on Sunday, though. I'll be honest. I want everyone to know, Dipperstein went so hard in his in his dipness on Friday and Saturday. And then even Sunday morning, that by the time we got to Sunday afternoon, when I saw him for a couple of hours at our house, he was no longer Dipperstein. He had become Brian. <laughs> it was over. He had you don't nothing. want to, It's he an ugly nothing. sight. You don't want to see that. <laughs> he had nothing left. I mean, by I had time, something. Well, by the time he presented his gift, which I have not yet shared with the uh, the universe. And incredible we, gift, by the way. <sighs> you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about it now, or do you want to? You want to just? Uh, you want to like reveal it? Unveil it, unveil it, unveil and unveil it after the show. Dip wants. Dip wants. Uh, Dip not only first of all for his gift reveal had a legitimate unveiling, which required. He told me, "We, I need a presentation." He said. <laughs> so we had a presentation at home. Now you now should we have a secondary presentation? I can also just it's sitting behind me. That's the bottom of it right there behind me. It's sitting well, right there right now. If if we talk about it now and then unveil it later, then we get to talk about it again it's without the shroud of like the mystery and all that. So we get 2 weeks of the Dipperstein gift. Uh, that is that is true. Maybe I save the gift for next week cuz it's I don't know if it's going to make it and I have so much already stuff to post. Let, we'll, we'll wait. We'll get back. But you'll, Look, the pe- you, you the guys will all enjoy this it. gift eventually. Oh, she wants to show it this week, she's it's, saying. It's going to make it. She's saying, are you coming on and saying hello or no? 
Yeah, just my, I'm heating up the, the bagel dip. Got us. I, I ate half the bagel. Hey, guys. That was not the gift. The bagel was not the gift. <laughs> um, yeah, the bagel was not the gift. It was a bonus gift, which I, I really appreciate. Yesterday, I had half of it. Right now, I'm heating up the bagel part. I took out the turkey, so it's nice and cold, and the veggies. Heating up the bagel, got a side of chips, and then I'll be coming back to hang with you guys. Oh my God. I should have got a side of chips. What the hell was I thinking? We had chips. We had chips did, from the did, venue. Did you see the? Um, did you use the side of mustard and mayonnaise that I yes. brought as well? Oh, did I? Did I use the side of mustard and mayonnaise? By the way, that is a. I, that just reminded me of another Natalie word in her house that we don't use. Her word for French fries that her family says. Is it cheeps? Cheeps. 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 Uh, sandwich. Cheeps. Toast. Um, so, anyways, dip. Dip turned back to Brian. Much like the carriage turning into a pumpkin. <laughs> um, that was Sunday afternoon. Sounds like a sad sight. It was a sad sight, but it was, it was the weekend had to come to an end. Oh, hold on. Natalie's now, she's taking the camera, one of the cameras from the table, because we still have, okay, I'm getting way ahead of myself. At the wedding, Natalie, I don't know if you know this, she's a photographer. She not only had a 360 booth and a picture booth and photographers galore, she also, in, including our friend Lucas from Dusseldorf, who dip, great guy. Oh, he's a great guy. And I, I, I tell him, I'll tell everybody, my, uh, my father's side of the family is from Dusseldorf, Germany. So we had it a lot in common to talk SCG. about the old country. SG, <laughs> it was crazy. So Natalie has this wonderful photographer, Lucas, who she picked out as her favorite, most like iconic wedding photographer. Um, <laughs> Picks her, picks him out. He comes in from Dusseldorf. He walks in to start taking pictures in the the suite with like the grooms, and then dips like, oh, "Where in Germany are you from?" And I'm like, "What is he? What does he say?" Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Dusseldorf." And dip goes, "My family's from Dusseldorf." I was like, "What is that?" It just seemed, it just seemed so unlikely. You um, thought it was just like bit. It's, it, it, I mean, it felt like bit. Now Wasn't this guy also might need Mary. Mary this, Dipstein to come on and uh, confirm this. Right. So and, then this, and then this this guy, Lucas. The, hold on. Yes, babe. Guys, he is, you guys, I couldn't have found the more perfect photographer for this event. I was looking for specifically a wedding photographer. I need someone who understands how crazy timing is and scheduling and being there with us throughout it all. Um, and yeah, I saw his work love his work and then i i learned that he's a really really big wrestling fan so so that's the part i was trying to get to so first of all i got him tickets to smackdown on friday which oh. almost turned into a disaster but he made it work and then he told me when i saw him that 20 years ago in germany i said have you ever been to a show and he said he saw The Rock versus Stone Cold in Germany what oh yeah this guy is the real deal he was popping us. He said he kept saying things to make us laugh during our photo shoot. We had a car. Ebro was uh, generous enough to send us a Maybach, and we I were, saw that. I saw that Maybach. Yeah, we were riding. It was around beautiful. The, like we were riding around <laughs> in the Maybach, and we'd get out of the Maybach and take pictures. And he would come up and and coach us up on like what to say. And he, and he comes up to us once, and he goes, he goes, now Peter, uh, my accent. I'm giving Israeli accent. G German. How do I go for German again? Who knows? Arnold, Arnold accent. <laughs> Peter, Peter, here's what here's what you do. 
He goes, now close your eyes, and when you open them, picture that she's May Young. <laughs> and then he had another reference. He said something like, what do you think Natalie would feel or whatever? And then Peter answered, and he said, it doesn't matter what you think Natalie would feel. Wow. And then we're laughing, and he's snapping. It was amazing. He, he, did, he did a few. He did another really, like, deep wrestling cut that i knew natalie was nodding like she knew but was like too inside a cut like he was he was the real oh, i remember that moment i had no idea what the fuck i, and I knew you did i knew you did it was may young and something else i was like i don't think she remembers that guys i have to admit this the the reheated dipperstein bagel that i I'm, I'm, I'm about to take a bite out of wait what is this bagel i'm here yeah what is the bagel about. tell it for the people so it's everything bagel with um turkey lettuce tomato. it's an everything what Bagel. There you go. <laughs> um, with turkey, lettuce, tomato. Oh, I forgot the, the mustards in the French, babe. Can you go get the mustard? I, I'm doing the podcast. I'm sorry. I, okay, I'll go get it. She's, well, she's telling oh, us wait, about the bagel. You can hold on. Um, and there, get the mustard. Right? So what I did is I I reheated the bagel. Um, bagel. I reheated the bagel uh, in the air fryer of like, you know, the little reheat button. Nothing crazy. To toast, to toast it up. <laughs> So now it's a, ba- a bagel, but toast. It's toast because there's also the cheese was kind of right, stuck. I'm going to take your mic down and you can eat it. I'm sorry. Hold on. The cheese was stuck to the bagel a little bit. So it turned into a toast in the air fryer. And now I put the cold turkey back on and the lettuce and tomato. And I'm okay, about to take geez. a bite and I'm so excited. I mean, if you can't tell, this woman is high as a kite still. Oh we, it's Tuesday. <laughs> She's still high as a kite. still? Yeah, we, I guess you're right. It's just start. It's early. The high is early. <laughs> so she put these cameras on the on the table also now did you guys the disposable cameras that were on the table important questions did you guys use at your respective tables do you remember the cameras getting used i, I feel like was i didn't remember that table. i was reused yeah SCG? yeah people were using I, it i think i was reused. i saw frank the clown had a disposable camera he was walking around with i think i saw emilio sparks had one okay he was walking around with so i'm pretty sure the disposable cameras i saw them getting used. all of them have a lot of pictures taken right or at least a bunch um what about did either of you remember to or see to leave us the voicemail on the phone i left a crazy voicemail of, oh of, i didn't see so, psychotic behavior i'm ashamed of i didn't even see the voicemail i'm gonna send you the dial in SGG, I'm going to send you the dial. No, yes, please send it. So you can. Well, we sh- you should ask the the guy from the company, uh, like when we're going to get it and how long we have to. Leave. Um. So the dial in lasts until July 15th. What was that thing, by the way? He's going to wait until um we get After all that, that, and then he's gonna okay. So we got to send it out. We should yeah. include it in the in the thing I sent yesterday. We can still resend it. We can send another message. So okay. what it was was it's a it looks like sort of an old school rotary phone. But I you know. picked it up. <laughs> oh yes, you, yeah, that's what it is. So you said, you said, what is that thing? I'm, that's the no. Thing. I'm saying, was that a company that does that? Did the venue do that? I mean, what, what no, the, the company, hell was that thing? The company it's that a, it's does, a new thing that people are starting to do. It's called an audio guest book. Instead of writing a guest book, you can have audio uh-huh. clips. And um, yeah, so you basically mean Peter left a message for you guys to leave us a message so that's it and the, the company mage. that did the 360 and the photo booth also did that so they did all of them we got it all done at one time uh, it's a party um, gimmick company confirmed listen they got the right they got all the right gimmicks and let me tell you something that guy is that guy not one of the vendors is more on our ass than that guy can you tag me can you do this can you do that can you do this can you do that? 
I'm, I, I'm like, dude, <laughs> you didn't give us enough of a discount for what you're asking for. This is just starting to get crazy. Um, I mean, I'm just, in his defense, it was of mage people. You're getting mage people on your thing. How about you just relax? Okay. <laughs> it was probably the nicest wedding he's ever worked. I'm going to just go right ahead and say that. All right. Listen, I, so, so to jump to the review really quickly, cause we should talk about some wrestling this week also. I love, I love it. I think it's great. Honestly, wrestling. wrestling? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's, I think it's great. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if everybody feels like this after their own wedding, but I literally walked away and I was like, Natalie and I were kind of saying to each other, was this the best wedding ever? Like this was the best time I've ever had at a wedding. I've never seen more dancing at a wedding. I've never seen people like kind of more happy at a wedding, like kind of often at a wedding, there'll at least be like some part of the crowd that's kind of checked out. And I'm sure maybe there was an older person or two. We didn't have that many older people to be checked out, to be honest. And the older person, the old, I think the oldest person that I saw that you had, she didn't leave the dance floor. You're talking about my. You're talking about my godmother Debbie. So she had a she had a great time. No, Debbie was going and going. Yeah, Debbie was going and going. I she saw Debbie eat, 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 eat three fillets. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have pictures of Debbie with Funkmaster Flex. I have there. There are. There's a lot. It was, I also it, saw Debbie. Uh, eating a little too much caviar too for uh for work. <laughs> is that true she was too many too many scoops of caviar take all the scoops it's unlimited to eat it all did dip how was the caviar i thought it was very good i i'm i i realized i tasted it in our thing right. and i've now tasted caviar twice i, I don't think i'm, I'm good i don't even want to taste it i'm good on that give me fried chicken give me you got me a caviar uh, bar is what you did i, I basically we did honestly Yes. Did you have the locks? I had everything. Uh, SGG, it's, uh, we have not spoken yet. This is very important. How did you do in the cocktail hour? How did I? Do? I tried everything. Like uh, the burgers that were passed around. I'm allergic to uh, shellfish, so I didn't really do that. But no shellfish. I didn't no even shellfish. Say, yeah. There was like no lobster rolls. It was like lobster rolls and like little. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't do any of that. But I had the bear and the rocky. I didn't realize that the that uh, I think it was the bear. Was a jalapeno margarita. That's right. I just I just saw margarita and went right in, and then I forgot that I was not I'm not a spicy guy. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So but it was still but it was still tasty. What your favorite word? Free. Just put it down and get another. (laughs) Exactly. I just took it. I drank it anyway. (laughs) I dealt with the ramifications. You preferred the you preferred the rocky, which was the Paloma with the sugar rim. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I preferred the rocky, but that was dope though. They had their own drinks. What was the best uh, cocktail item food wise? I like that burger. I, I like the burger. I thought the pigs too. in the blanket. The pigs in the blanket was elegantly done. They were like mini. I had a, mini I had a bunch of those too, <laughs> but I like the burger. Um, and what you guys both did steak, I assume. I did steak. Crystal's vegetarian, so she went with the vegan option. Oh, she did a vegan option. So, so no one got the sea bass. Um, Brian, I believe Brian Mann's got girlfriend got the sea bass. A lot of people were talking about how good. I think the, the sea bass the, was the Chilean winner. And sea bass was. I think the sea yeah, bass was the winner. They, they look like they enjoyed it, Julia. Um, but we're skipping over the ceremony though. Uh, I know I like we did. That I was say that. Is not getting enough enough talk right here. Just about how how well done the ceremony was from like just the the standpoint of making sure that everything you love is represented in the night. I think y'all did a great job with that on the, in the ceremony piece, too. Thank you. Now, I saw a video of uh, 
Someone, uh, Emilio Sparks posted a video of that moment. It's not a great angle of me, but you see it happening. And the second the Austin music hits, you just hear MVP yelling, I knew it. I knew it. I convinced I, myself that it wasn't going to happen. And then it happened. And I was like, I should have just gone my gut on it. Dip didn't think about it at all. Dip was completely blindsided by the Austin glass break. So it crossed your mind beforehand. It did. It when he said when the canter was like, "All right, we're gonna do the the breaking of the glass." I was like, "Breaking of the glass." When you hear the glass, like, yeah. your ass. <laughs> exactly. I was like, "Is he gonna do it?" And then I know you mentioned Ric Flair in your speech. Uh, I believe both of you did. And I was like, "No, he mentioned it." And then I did the woo. Yeah, I was like, "He might, he might do it." And then you did. I was like, "I should have just, I should have just said he was gonna and do maybe it." Maybe let everybody know. Whose idea that was? Natalie claims that was her idea, and I, I think she's right. And I think she's right. Now, I, I also want to note it was an amazing idea, and the sound guy timed it so well. So pro- we, I popped. Because I, no, no. We knew we knew it was happening, but we popped for it because he did it so perfectly. If you see the video before we kiss, you see us look at each other like, oh, uh, <laughs> he did it. And I, it should be noted. So I spoke to uh, MJF yesterday. Uh who, who told me that he had to keep his emotions in check because he was sitting next to a Booker T and Hassan MVP. Yeah. But he said he was a wreck underneath during our vows, which was very sweet. And I said, how was the wrestling stuff? He was like, oh my God, I loved it. It was perfect. It's so good that you did it. I said, how about this? I had to ta- talk Natalie off of coming out to the Undertaker's music. <laughs> And he, Guys, t- he said, fire so though the original Undertaker were like you know, he, well listen MJF MJF said you did the right thing <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a bridge too far and instead I came out to one of my favorite favorite songs by uh, Mac Miller Mac Miller um, Circles we played the instrumental all right can you finish your bagel Sorry, before you talk Jesus Christ song. Natalie oh my God <laughs> she becomes a wife and starts eating on podcasts I'm sorry um. Anyways, I don't want to bore everyone all day with all, every detail of the wedding, but was there anything that you guys needed to share that maybe SUG in particular, I didn't hear any interactions you had that you think would interest the people because you and I haven't spoken yet. Kevin Patrick, man, he's he's a <sighs> gem. Oh he, he really is, man. I saw him run in a little bit, maybe late. Um, he did. He had a game that night. Kevin okay. Patrick called a soccer game in, Jer- in Jersey and was like... Hey, you, I I have to be there, but I want I have to do my my job. Could I? Is it okay if I come at you know ten o'clock? I said, hey, with the schedule of our wedding, you'll be fine. Get there whenever. Yeah, you get. yeah. And and he he walks in. At one point, I'm sitting down at our table. I probably only sat at our little sweetheart table for like a total of ten minutes, but I'm sitting there and I feel someone like grab my shoulders from behind and act kind of annoying. And I'm like, oh great, someone's drunk. They're like grabbing my shoulders, then kisses me on the cheek, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. And I then I hear him like, hey, you legend. And I turn around and it's Kevin Patrick, who was just he is like the walking stereo, the walking best stereotype for an Irishman of all time. Like yeah. the most affable, loving, fun, partying, beer swigging, good time of all time. Like he's just yeah, a man. good call. Jeff. He's he's a great yeah. guy. I chatted with him briefly, but it was like, it was delightful, man. I got to say, like, he is a great guy. I hope to, like, meet him again and, and chat with him more. Your parents were mad cool, too. Natalie, I didn't get to meet your parents, but uh, I got to meet MJ and Mindy for the first time. Uh, mad cool, your parents. 
My parents did good. My parents did good. I was, impre- <laughs> I was impressed with their performance. You know, leading up, my dad was being very my dad at times, talking more about what he was dreading and worried about and all of the things that make my dad an annoying worrier. And then when I went home a couple of weeks ago, I dragged him to Macy's and we bought a new suit. And once he got a new good fitting suit, it like changed his mood leading into the wedding. And he, <laughs> he felt great and really put on a, a good performance. He was, he was chatting it up with everybody. Yeah, nah, he was mad cool, man. I, I love the 360 booth, the photo booth. I don't know if you saw the pictures. Everybody got like some right, man, We've seen everything. We've seen it all. Michael K., uh, we dragged him into like a crew pick. <laughs> the Michael K. Rest. The, okay, I have to do. I do have to say, my one. I have two to three complaints from the wedding tops. Okay. One of those complaints is, and I'm directing it at both you guys and everybody else. Someone should have gotten me for the wrestling picture. And I me agree. too. The people care oh, yeah. about. That is true. That is true. And the and the people's bride. The people's bride should. Yeah. I wanted a photo of all of you guys just lifting me up. We, That's what I wanted. And yeah, no, I didn't do the chairs. We didn't do chairs. We didn't do chairs. L- Lucky Pete. Lucky sweet Pete. I did not want to do a horror. We did not do a horror. It, I'm good on the horror. It was too. not missed. I, Dip, did you miss the horror? I didn't miss the horror. <laughs> it's funny it's funny the day before peter played me the horror music and i was like oh i was like this is the no, horror. no no hold on let me, let me set the stage natalie's the one who first suggests like oh we sure sure we shouldn't do the horrible i didn't even know the horror was a jewish thing i just thought it was like an icebreaker of like because i've been to greek weddings different weddings that like people do the the horror like they, no, dance they do around people, a lot circle. of yeah, that's true yeah. albanian weddings they do it and it's originally, I think, a Romanian thing, not even a Jewish Romanian. Sure, I've, I've been to many Ro- uh, Albanian weddings, and I have seen a whole <laughs> do it. Yeah, <laughs> and and so Natalie was like, "Oh no, I like that dance, though it's fun." She doesn't even realize it's Jewish. I'm like, "I'm like, all right, fine." So we we think we're, I, I settled to do it. A day before the wedding, I'm sitting here playing the music, preparing things for the wedding. She walks in, she's like, "What the fuck is that?" I go, "It's the horror music." <laughs> She's like, I don't want to hear that. I was like, you want to kill more? I'm like, yeah. I was like, and then we FaceTime my dad. No, he called my dad because I wanted to just make sure. I was like, hey, dad, is it, you know. And we, he he didn't care at all. Do we have to do the horror? So he He's like, it's it. your wedding. Do what you want to do. It was amazing. There was no horror. There was no bouquet fl- throw. There was no garter belt nonsense. We didn't announce the cutting of the cake. We just sort of skipped all those things. The and cake was delicious, by the way. By the too. way, the cake in our taste test oh, was not good. My. I did not no. like the cake no, when we tested it. And what we had on Saturday yo, was slamming. I, I got I, I saw some people's slices didn't have strawberries, and I was like, <laughs> poor them. Yo, I got the cake with I the know, I, I got I, the slice with the strawberries. I got the it had like the soak. Oh, the cake was Dip, mad good. Dip, Dip, did you eat or were, once you got inside, were you so busy dipper steaming that you didn't even get a chance to deep? I, I, I honestly, I think it was the most dipper steaming I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I, I'm exhausted. As you can tell, I'm barely speaking on the podcast this week. I am so exhausted from all the dipper steaming. <laughs> I, I don't even know how I'm going to go to work today. I, I guess I'm going to have to go. I, 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 I'm going to have to dipper steam all day today, too. Did you? Did either of you read the the first good New York Post article ever written about me? I did. did you, page six. I did. Yeah, I read it. The page. There's six. a couple errors in there. I'm sure you oh, recognize. There's a, couple, yeah, <laughs> there's a big one at the end. Yeah, yeah. big big error at the end there. Uh, there are a couple dates that are a little off there, but yeah. but generally the nicest things that ever been written. And I love that they included so many like photos that they stole from social media and whatnot. That was nice. Jim Jones, by the way, what a great Oh, yeah. Guy. Oh, my. The midge of the scent. 
and I and, and and I introduced him to MVP. Th- that's my pick for the Black Power Rankings, by the way. The Jim Jones MVP. I think that might have been the first time that they met. It was, and and, the- and MVP told him the story. MVP is like, yo, MVP completely credited it, almost too much so. Gave Jim Jones like complete credit for helping make his career because of the ball and thing. It was really awesome. Also, one little side note I wanted to share. I was going to send a picture to the group chat, but I'm going to share it with all of our people because I think it's awesome and I don't I don't think the person would mind. We opened our our cards over the last couple of days. Everyone's very generous gifts. And uh, Max, Max's card, which, by the way, looks like it was legitimately signed by a five-year-old <laughs> um, and was a very, very generous present. But he signed the card um, to the Rosenbergs. Uh, you're better than me, and I know it, Max. Which I thought, was, <sighs> which I thought was lovely. And the Max that is like a five year old handwriting. The five year old, I love it. It's so we got a frame. It's a. It is the most. And but and this is breaking news. Ooh, I know what you're gonna say. Only two people in the entire of all the envelopes we've gotten so far. I'm sure we still have a few gifts out that have not come in the mail or whatever. But of all the gifts we got at the wedding, only two people did the Jewish traditional thing of including an 18 in the gift. One of them, I can't remember. My friend. I was one of your friends? Yeah, my Who's Jewish? The, the, the other was uh, Queen Charmel. Yes, it was. Wow. Oh, my God. What? No. Are you kidding? I was joking. Yeah. Booker and Charmel did an 18. Wow. So it was like whatever the number is, 18? Yes. Like, it was a nice number plus 18. That's what wow. they did. Isn't that swag, mage? Swag, baby, swag. That's mage. That is mage. You, you have to say something to them. You know, I'm, oh, I'm going. Clap it up for Booker. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, Black Power Rankings. MVP. Seriously. Jones Seriously. And, uh, and the Hoffmans. Wow. How do you like them apples? No, nah, they, uh, they're on point, man. That that means they're on point. They came in. They, they, they got a nice seat right up front. They had a perfect view of the ceremony. It means they know a lot of Jews. Yeah, they hit the dance floor when they were supposed to. They stayed did, in a respectable the hour. Floor? Were they out I, there a little I'm bit? I'm sure I saw them on the dance floor. I'm sure I saw them on the dance floor. I can't wait to see the photos. Your videographer I... is going to have to confirm. I'm sure there's some footage of them on the dance floor. And this sounds like the most Captain Obvious, like no shit thing ever to say. Mm-hmm. But the music was on point two P. <sighs> all it, it, genres, all hours, all DJs, cast, E-Styles, Funk N- Natalie, Flex. Natalie actually, I don't know if she wants point. to say this publicly, but I'm going to say it on the podcast right here. Natalie gave the MVP trophy to DJ Cast One. I said think it. I will too. I think said I will too. Man. No disrespect to the closer and the opener. That's a hard. That's a hard to to you know get people right. set up and wind them down. But when it was time to rock out, cast one. Yeah, I feel like I was so like he was so connected to to the whole crowd, and then yeah. once he he was in his pocket, he stayed there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. he just. I I I, I ended up really enjoying late in the night when uh, Flex had a moment when he started going to pop, and I went up to him and I was like. Hey, Flex, you know what to do. Let's go. <laughs> and then he did the Wu-Tang and the Mob Deep, and uh-huh. that, was, that was the place I needed to go. And uh, last question, SUG, I'd be disappointed if on your way out you didn't get any of the baked goods from Calandra's Bakery. Please. I, I took I took it all. <laughs> I never all. saw those. I never saw those. The, yeah, you exactly. You waited too late. You waited too late. Those when mini lobster you, tails. When did you, when did you leave, Deb? I should. Oh wait, did you tell me? Very yes. late. The lights were on. The lights were on. Yeah, I left when the lights oh, were oh. on too. So, so oh yeah, because we all sat around at the end when Natalie was at the table with her friends. 
right? And we sat around talking. Where, SUG, didn't me, you and Frank have a conversation? Yeah. I dipper steamed for a little bit with the friends. And then you I did. I have a photo of it, and it makes my heart so full. Yeah, dip, seeing you with like my elementary school. I got to tell friend. you, Dip is of like Rove. He, he really did. is. He and did. then he hung out with my parents for the brunch. You're over with the sister. You're over with the parents. You're yeah. over. With, uh, everybody got some. Di- you got. Uh, you got to meet Ben Pleasure, my childhood best friend. I walked in SUG at one point, and Dip is sitting on the couch. Ben is sitting in a chair, like a comfortable yeah. chair. You saw them. You'd left. So oh yeah, yeah. I wanted to get a picture with you, and but you were gone when I came back. But um, uh, Ben was sitting in the chair. Dip was sitting on the couch, and it was Dipperstein's first therapy session. Ben is a therapist. <laughs> I think that was like my first good therapy the, session. <laughs> I think that was probably the coolest thing for both me and Peter is seeing like our different worlds kind of collide, and because we love everybody so much, and everybody that we're like close with just means so much to us so to see you guys interacting with each other and like pictures and stuff it's and just, i know it was there's nothing better than that's what a wedding is about and by the way it was kind of what i was dreading i was like oh, the I different know. people like yeah. interacting oh, and like, i don't know i mean that's how you felt when you first met me that's, you were like i can't see her hanging out with anybody that is a true story i couldn't nah, picture it was, why did, yeah nah. peter's so weird he always like He's he gets it from his dad. He dr- he I dread for no reason. And, yeah, I, I, I relate to that though. I'm a, I'm an overthinker. Yeah, I'm I an overthinker, and then I I worry about scenarios that straight up do not happen. The percentage of things that I've dreaded happening that they actually happened happen. is probably like five. I mean, I love putting people that are this opposite ends of this of the world <laughs> together in their personality and their way of life. Whatever I I, I would introduce. My great aunt, prim and proper great aunt. I would love to introduce her to Marissa Mendez. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dip. I, I. I actually. This is. I said to Dip the other day. Maybe there's nothing I relate less to than like every time Dip gets an opportunity to have a birthday party and invite every random person. Like Dip's parents always go to his birthdays. I would never generally have a birthday party with like all friends and industry people plus my parents. I just uh, I, right. I like to see the look on my father's face when I introduce him <laughs> to somebody like Amber Rose. Like, right. You know, Dad, I, I, this is what's going on with me here. Well, she's going to be I your future that. wife. So I, I mean, that. I'm not going to say who it was out loud, even though they would never get back to the person ever. But someone in my family yelled at another person in my family adjacent to stop ogling all the women (laughs) there was ogling there was there was i mean listen there was a lot there was a lot to ogle at this wedding i will say this too like my girls uh i had a they look good there was a lot of lot of i didn't even notice it and then my friend came up to me he was like yo rosie there's a lot of women in here (laughs) rosie i was like there are a lot of women here you're correct sorry you were saying that you did i'll say this too like listen i had a great table uh, I was with Shoemaker, Linda, Goldstein, uh, Brian Mann. It was the uh, official New World Order table, but it subbed out Dipperstein for Brian Mann because Dipperstein was with Courtney at like my lost West Coast e- e- table. I was yeah. I was busy middling for another table. Yeah, he was middling somewhere else. So yes, continue. But, but based oh, on just the fact that like how cool everybody was, like the whole crew at Hot Two from the Morning Show, Ebro, Shawnee, Laura, uh, Cast One, everybody was so cool. I saw Hip Hop Mike there. Um, Kaz and Sparks were there. Obviously, you mentioned MJF. All the wrestlers were there. I feel like you could have got away with mixing up the tables and putting people from different worlds. I probably could have. 
And we thought I, about it. Even the way like Kay and, and LaGreca and, and Andrew and RJ and everybody was just like mixing and mingling. I feel like based on how everybody got together and fit together so well that like you could have got away with just mixing up the tables a little bit. And I didn't even think about this till now, but as you're saying it, I'm also proud of the fact that it is it was a relatively all time diverse wedding. Like it was. I thought what? I had the title, but I had to pass it up. Yeah, pass I think I think you. we took the title. And it, by the way, that's not common. Like with all races, weddings are generally not that diverse. Listen, there's, we there's had one half group of queens in the house. But we it was queens. Half of queens yeah. in the house. You it know? really was. It was the queens <laughs> mixed with everything else. It was fantastic. Um, I'm sure more will come up as the weeks go on, but we should talk a little bit about the uh, pro wrestling of it all. Um, and Friday, I did the show solo on that ass and called you guys. Yeah. I talked a little bit about the uh, MJF Adam Cole segment from last week, which Brian Mann was apoplectic about. He did not like it. <laughs> I, I sort of enjoyed the birthday segment. Did either of you see it yet or no? I didn't get to see it yet. No. Dip, have you seen it yet? No. The birthday cake segment with with uh, Max. Oh, I, have, and, I haven't seen that yet. I got to I got to catch up. Obviously, I, I I enjoyed it. I I I you know I understand Brian's thought that he just doesn't like that there's such a jokey sort of direction with the the world, world title champion. and the world champion. I sort of get it, but I'm curious to get your guys' feedback. But let's get into Friday Night SmackDown. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's get into Friday Night Smackdown, which, of course, uh, was a big night for the Tribal Chief, 
and the bloodline, it was maybe the as theatrical and sort of drawn out a segment as there's been in quite a long time. But my hot take was, and I don't know how you feel, SGG. I told him the next day when I saw him, I really enjoyed it. But in the end, not that much happened. Like a lot happened, but <laughs> yeah, nothing changed. Like we didn't really advance the ball except to get to Jay Uso challenging Roman Reigns for I'm sure what will become a match at SummerSlam. Yeah, it was I, like an inch by inch uh, an advancement. Like, because I think they got maybe like 40 to 50 minutes on the two hour SmackDown between the show opener and the show closer. And the two subtle advancements was yes, Jay challenged Roman. Um, Roman didn't accept yet, but the challenge is laid out there. And then it's about, you know, what happens with Roman and Solo because as Jay was swinging that chair, Roman right. sort of left Solo for dead. Um, and that's a little bit more subtle, right? We don't know where they're going to go with that. Even the look that Solo gave Roman when it was time to um, hand and, back the and necklace. Solo, like also had that, Solo also did that thing where he sort of um, delayed jumping in. Like he didn't yeah. quite run to save Roman right away. So they toyed with that a little bit. And considering Roman did this whole bit of basically giving the bloodline to Jay, then yeah. he ends up not Yeah, You did? You thought it was a mistake? I, I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Like when, when he handed over to Ula Fala, and then dropped to one knee. I was just like, okay, he like he's really doing this. The when the tear dropped down his face, I was like, oh wow, he's really doing this. And then he obviously went well, for the low blow. Been, and I was like, you're an idiot. I, it did start to cross my mind that this would be interesting if he gives the bloodline to Jay in the moment. And then you start to see what happens between Jay and Jimmy. Mm -hmm. And maybe Roman pulls back for a second. It could have been fun. And then he steals it back. But yeah. instead. He stole it back in the same segment, so we ended up really kind of not advancing that much. Dip, you were saying? I thought it was tremendous. It was one of the best segments of of, of WWE wrestling I've seen in ten years. To be honest with you, I, I really I watched it wow. again last. I watched it last night, really late in preparation for today, and um, I was really impressed with the work that Roman did and those real tears. That he was crying. Don't forget, if you look closely, he's crying. So, um, shout out to uh, Joe for the real tears. And you're talking uh, about you're talking about Joe from Samoa. Oh yeah, yeah. not Samoa Joe. <laughs> no, talking about uh, Mr. Reigns. Yeah, you know, he was he was amazing. He he. It was it was one of his best moments in the entire. Although it's like you know. I wish they would do one bowl. Just like you said, I was thinking the same thing. I wish they would have just gone through with it, you know, given him the thing and Roman walks out and leaves everyone in a big hazy mystery, you know, leave, you know, with the show. But, you know, I guess they just can't, they can't do that. I don't know. They don't take big swings like that. There's no big swings. I, that would have been a, that would have been a big swing. I, will I think say. that's an overtly big swing, but I think honestly, a 35, 40 minute promo segment to start the top of the show is a big swing. Because I don't know how it played uh, to the live crowd, but you know we when we talked about this a lot when we talked about the end of the Thunderdome era. But the the what's happening in the ring and what's happening with the crowd and their reaction to what's happening in the ring affects how we feel it at home. And so they took a lot of big risks going for a long a long promo segment where they could have lost the crowd, and then by consequence of that, 
lost us at home, and they kept everybody hooked throughout the whole thing, and and then went back for a sequel at the end of the show. And by the way, what a crowd! The Garden rules. Yeah, every all these crowds in the last two three weeks have been they they so have. impressive. But I don't know. I got I got to tell you. I think it's I I've, I've said it a few weeks ago. The fan the level of fan interaction is at its like a new peak. It's crazy how each person has developed a gimmick um, or gimmick a Jace that has allowed them to interact with the crowd at, at this high a level. You know, whether it's Dominic or the Bloodline or, you know, I named them all a couple of weeks ago. But each person seems to have a different sort of connection with the crowd right now, Seth. And it, I, it, it that's sorry. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So I got to give a shout out to, to the folks um, creating the TV. TV no, they, show. that is a really because good I, call. You know, we we love wrestling, and you know, ultimately, well, we think it's is great. Great, yeah, it we is like great. it. We yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. We like wrestling. That's the cheap heat, and this is why. So, look, I am Bear. Your thoughts? <laughs> Bear is in the chat. I didn't even notice he creeped up. Um, now it, there's a lot of good stuff going on. Um, last night. Uh, people seem to enjoy the Alpha Academy. Um, Maxine graduating the Alpha Academy. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, that was a fun insane. segment. Yeah, I thought it was good too. That, I yeah, like, it, it, their storyline. I like. I like that this mid card tag team storyline. Tag team feud. Sorry, this mid card tag team feud seems to have a little bit of, of juice behind it. I'm I'm interested to see what's going on with the Viking Raiders and Alpha Academy. I mean, who would have thunk? Uh, that that's that's something we've talked about a lot recently. Are you gonna can there be a real tag team division, or are we just gonna let sort of, you know, it, it be either the Usos or KO and Sammy, and that's it. And so it is nice to see some development there of the of the mid card tag division. Um, Logan Paul and Ricochet segment last night, very interesting. I was sitting there. Natalie and I were doing other stuff last night, but also had it on. I was like, oh, this is a big spot to hand old Ricochet and Mike and just say. Go cut a promo, you and Logan Paul. We're really in that case, guys. Logan Paul's the experience. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get a chance to see this yet, unfortunately. You know what? I, it, listen, you're not going to There's no world in which Dip comes back and goes, that was awesome. I don't think. But it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. I think, I think that was Ricochet's best moment on the mic. I think so. And even though... I think that when he did that flip out of the ring and landed on his feet, even though it looked a little bit more crisp in NXT when he did it, the degree of difficulty on that is still very high. And Logan Paul still sold it as, okay, this guy might be my equal when it comes to being an attraction and like a, somebody that's must-see in the ring, even they, though he was saying the opposite up until it, that moment. This is, this is, man, what an opportunity for Ricochet this is. This is a big deal. Like, I always, I've always believed in Ricochet. I know I think, he's an inc- he is one of the greatest living wrestlers. So his a- a- athleticism wise, yeah. he there's no one at a higher level. I remember I saw him. I mean, I know he's been around for many, 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 many years, but I saw him as Prince Puma many years ago with MVP at uh, Lucha Underground, and uh, I couldn't believe my eyes what they let him do on a Lucha Underground. I mean, if they let him do, I mean, he does incredible things. Some of the most incredible. He makes some of the most incredible spots in wrestling today in WWE where he's allowed to do basically one eighth of what he's capable of. The things that he was doing in Lucha Underground and the other areas that he's worked, I mean, were just jaw dropping. He's capable of even more. 
I'm telling you, he's he, one of the he's one of the greatest living wrestlers. Ricochet. He he has an opportunity if they give it to him at SummerSlam, they could steal the show at SummerSlam. They probably will. I think they will. Like, yeah, I think they definitely will because the way the bloodline steals the show right is what they do with the story. Like they they hit you with these story elements that you have to talk about, but it's not really like a big move or anything like that. But when you talk about clips that are that are gonna go viral, we talk about this with every Logan Paul match, right? Like what's gonna go viral? It's whatever Logan Paul does. And Ricochet is is also in the realm of somebody that can make it go viral. Like even the, the money in the bank match, right? Damian Priest won and there was some good stuff throughout. But the the clip that people show from that whole event is that Spanish fly off the ladder onto the top rope through the two t- tables. Yep. And we're gonna de- we're absolutely gonna get a whole match full of that. Cause even with the rumble, the spot that came out of that, you know, it wasn't just Cody going, um, you know, coming in and winning, and it wasn't just Walter going end to end, but the spot was Ricochet and Logan Paul crashing into each other in midair. That that everybody came away with this. So like- that's that's a really good point. At basically at the last two major events for Logan Paul and Ricochet, and the sh- well, the last two major events that Logan Paul was on, the night the biggest highlight of the night was Logan Paul and Ricochet. Yeah. So now we're gonna get that as a match. Uh, what else do we actually know is gonna happen at SummerSlam at this point too? Like we know that's gonna be happening Shayna Ronda done deal right yeah yeah so we Brock, can mark down Cody done deal Jay Roman a, done deal I would think I think that one's I, I think, think I, you'll get a Seth uh does he go back to Finn yeah I think I know like a Seth Finn gimmick match okay Ms. Champa or you get or it doesn't happen at all doesn't I mean, happen at all or you get uh you probably get Alpha Academy Viking Raiders. Oh, a Bianca Asuka? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think they're going to go triple threat on that one. Bianca Charlotte? Asuka Charlotte. Asuka Bianca Charlotte. Yeah. That'll be good. And you'll get oh. Becky Oh, Trish. Becky Trish or... Yeah, it looks like it will be Becky Trish, right? Because they had Becky with uh, Zoe last night. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll get Becky Trish one more time. Yeah. With, I with love Zoe how he Stark I, banned from ringside or something. Yeah, yeah I I love Zoe that Stark in a shark cage. I, I'm in. Listen, I'm not saying it's all been perfect, but as I've said many times, and I'll say it again, I love that Trish is like so involved week to yeah, week. Yeah, great. This like, is a real run. There. This it feels like mm-hmm. she's part of the roster again. I that's how it should be. I like that when someone's coming back for a run, make them on, put them on if they're willing to, and this is part of it. Put them on TV every week. Make them feel like part of the show. Don't make them feel like a novelty. It, it it doesn't feel meaningful. I agree. Like yeah. the fact that we now see Trish walk out every week, it's awesome. She's yeah, back. They've, She's they've done the Trish thing right. Yeah. And like, why shouldn't she? She's capable of doing the same thing edges. Like it, it seems like women, I don't recall another time when a woman has come back for in a real meaningful run like this. No, no. It's they always been like to lead up to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, they come back for the women's rumble. Nah, 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 nah. This is different. I wonder. You think she'll go wire to wire and be here at Mania next year? Probably. I, I love. I love seeing her. It's me. I think. Yeah. So. I love wrestling. To be honest, wrestling's great. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Ooh, the Kaiser. 
What is Imperium gonna get at? Uh... I feel like they have to get the Gunther's gonna get shot, Drew right? McIn- Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, Drew Gunther, Gunther will happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Gunther's gonna get Drew, and then the tag team has to get the tag team titles, right? You think so? I don't know if they win the championships, but they definitely gotta. They have to get a at least a match. All right, Dipperstein is leaving the show right now. He has to go to work, but by the way, it doesn't really matter because. Uh, you're gonna get a more dip. Don't, no, don't yeah, you're you getting you're getting the and dip. Do you know what your runtime was yet for the uh, speech? No, but I'd love to know. It was I'm over four. two minutes. So we listen. <laughs> Which it was over three? I, I I have. Hold on, let me give you the exact time. Okay. It was timed. Let's see if they were right because it was timed by uh, Michael and Don t- timed everyone's speeches. That's very funny, by the way, because that's that part of your, that's part of the other show, right? That's right. Um. However, I'm going to pull it up and tell you the official time for dip. Five minutes and 44 seconds from the time E-Style said, where's Dipperstein at? To the time you walked off. 5.44. Yeah. And, and if, if there page. were no laughs and there were no pa- like no actual pauses, no actual pauses, it was two minutes and 45 seconds. So I got half laughs, half speech made. No, no. No, that no, is major. And way, I will say too, on, when, when when you're getting crowd interaction and applause like that, you 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 got to pull your Roman Reigns on, and you got to go when you're ready to go. When you got the crowd in the palm of your hand like that. Well, you know, no, but listen. But the fact is, Dip doesn't him saying it was two forty four with no stops is that's actually not even a statistic because there was no version <laughs> that he was going to do of that where he just read it through straight. It doesn't read like that. It wouldn't have played. He had to do it. Like, essentially, you ha- you probably had to know it was going to be right around double what the length was. Yeah. Because you have to speak slow and stop because it's, as you guys will hear in a few minutes, a poem. He's the leaping Lenny Poffo of the Jew World Order. He it, Dip, it would have been so major if at the end you threw out a Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been mage. Well, Dip, thank you. You were um you did a wonderful job all weekend. Did, you did a great job with the speech. Um, and it was nice. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Dip and my brother main eventing sort of the speech segment worked really nicely because Dip went heavy, funny, touch of emotion. And my brother went heavy emotion, touch of funny. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a very nice one-two punch. To end it. So really nice work by you. Thank you very much. Good night. Stay and good watch. Stay mage. Stay mage, Dip. <sighs> Stay mage. Yeah. It was uh, it was a, a weekend to behold. Uh, did you get any more time? SUG, after after I introduced you to Max, did you see him anymore or no? I saw him around, but he was like talking to other people, floating, like doing his thing. So I didn't get to spend any really one-on-one time with him. And did you, you spend any time with uh, Kaz and Shoemaker? Shoemaker, a good showing, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I spent I spent a little bit of time with Kaz, mostly with Shoemaker, though. Um, him and his wife, they were at our table. So, like, we talked a lot. Um, always good to to talk to Shoemaker and his wife, too, man. She's mad cool. I mean, are we allowed, am, I still, am I allowed to 2023 and say, am I allowed to say in 2023, how did Shoemaker pull off such an attractive, cool wife? I mean, he is just a raving wrestling dork. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I know, I know, I know it's a little bit of the pot calling the kettle black here. I was going to say, we all, we listen, we all, we all, uh, way, I mean, it, it really is. It really is true. I just like, you know, I don't see Dom that often, you know? So 
when she shows up to the wedding all decked out and she's with Shu, who st- looked great, by the way, but he's still Shu. I'm just like, look what you did, Shoemaker. We all did way better than we had any right to us. <laughs> so I'm not going to throw too many but stones. There, there was Shoemaker. another version of this world in which Shoemaker was just spending his nights sitting at a bar drinking, you know, um, I, indie IPAs Some type by of himself, IPA, yeah. writing, like sitting with a hat on, not talking to a soul. That was on the table. Yeah. And instead, yeah. he's a family man with a wonderful wife and a, and a couple of kids. Like, I mean, it's it's a it's a crazy scenario how this whole thing is uh, shook out. Did you get any time with uh, Goldstein? Ah, oh, not enough, man. Not enough. Quite honestly, were you guys. So, who were you next to at the Jew World Order table? It was um, Shoemaker and Dominique to my left, um, and then Brian Mann and Julia uh, to my right. Oh, and then the other side, the Linders and the Goldsteins next to each other. Yeah. There we go. There we go. I get it. Damn good table. Damn good table. That was a damn good table. I had to think about, I had to figure out where to draw these lines, uh, you know, like where to put, like there were a couple people that were blurry. At first I had smoked Dizza at the wrestling table because I didn't know where to put him. And then I ended up being like, nah, this makes more sense. And I put smoke and Kaz and Emilio at sort of the, indie young table mm-hmm. which was like a very random that was a good table too i think hip-hop mike was at that table hip-hop mike amber, was amber rose at that table she was amber my boy top shelf premium was at that table yeah um billy june was at that table oh, yeah. for one up fans um yeah. kaz emilio dizza jim jones ended up being at that table it's a fantastic table oh how fantastic does uh did, did booker t and charmel look they looked absolutely regal. I wouldn't have expected anything less. Yeah, exactly. Pinkies up. I should have given top of the king. Of what, I should have given all the wrestlers their actual Titan Tron. Make them enter their tables later. Like after, the, like no, no, you can't sit yet. When all the other guests are seated, then you can, then you can sit and make your way to your table. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry. There, you have an entrance coming up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That probably would have been so annoying. That would, I would have loved it. Oh, no, it would have been crushed. They would have been like, I don't want an entrance here. Yeah. But yeah, it. Um, I got to tell you guys, just, you know, we were having fun at the beginning of the show, but I, I always say that the 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 cheap heat audience who I feel like the most connected to with regard to this whole journey. And for all of you, first of all, I went on the Discord and saw on all the wonderful well wishes and people who were like, I went back yesterday and looked. Like on Saturday, people were like getting psyched up for this event. And I just want everybody to know it literally could not have gone better. I don't yeah. think it could have gone. SG, how about just the weather holding? Yeah, I was I was like, I was looking up at the clouds because I think, didn't it rain a little bit earlier in the day? I think it did. I, I heard it did. I didn't catch it, but Michael told me that at Yankee Stadium it rained and Ebro told me it rained at some yeah, point. Yeah, when I was driving in, it was, it was raining. So we drove in through the rain and then we made it and then it was good after that. Um, so yeah, even the weather holding up, and then people got to take some nice pictures when the after the sun set on the rooftop. Were you? That what was, was your level of? What was your level of sweatiness during the cocktail hour? Not it was minimal, believe it or not. By the way, so the reason I ask is, I walk. I went up there. I was with Natalie for like twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty five minutes, and then I, I spent like a half hour 
up on the co- I really wanted to enjoy that that part, even though I still didn't get to eat the way I would have wanted to. But I went up there, and I remember I what I was amazed with is I was wearing a black tux. And by the way, if anyone enjoyed the look, it is from the good people at Proper Cloth. Damn it, they did a hell of a job. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, it they was. Did. Uh, they did shirt. They did um, tux. My brother gave me fire cufflinks, um, mm. and I had and I had uh, Gucci tie up shoes. But the proper cloth tux, yo, shout out to them. Uh, I'll do a I'll do a proper post for them at some point because it was a, oh, a yeah. hell of a tux. But I was up there wearing a black tux, black shirt, and I was like. I'm not hot. I'm literally somehow I'm, I don't know if I'm just so calm now that it's over. I said, I'm not hot. It's like temperate at this time. I I, I was amazed. But then when I saw Ebro's picture where he basically sweated through his entire shirt, I was like, I didn't see that. Yeah. Go look at Ebro's picture. He, He has a post with, I think him and Michael and Don or him and one of them. And if you look, he has like the two chest spots of just like complete oh, sweat. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, listen, that may just go back to his his lifetime of being a husky man, but I didn't sweat. I I, I mean, I think they um I think my the, the guy George who was amazing from the venue helped us out. I think before we walked out to go like be presented, he grabbed a paper towel and like you know dabbed me up a little bit of sweat, but like not really. I was I was so grateful for how smooth everything was it just was went off without a hitch it was thrilling um and i'm, I'm grateful to all of you we're not going to get to any emails this week we'll get to or we will at the end of the week for uh for friday um sug already gave his black power ranking to uh jim jones and mvp yeah man i got well now i have to give it to booker t and charmel for delivering that 18 yeah. in the yeah. press yeah, I'm almost ashamed I didn't even know to do that or think to do that. Bro, it's a it's 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 relatively inside baseball, honestly. Like I I it's very impressive. I got I'm gonna have to text them and say, nice touch. Yeah, that, very that, nice was, touch. that was a nice touch. And I will um make sure I get once we get the photos in and get the photos back, we should do we'll put up like an album maybe of all the the photos that people would care about, uh that that the cheap eat audience would care about. So Shout out to all of you. Super grateful that uh, you were there, SGG. Yeah, I was really, I was really happy to be there, man. It was, I, I can't say this enough. It was one of the nicest weddings I've been to, and and I'm sure you've been hearing that from everybody. And it wasn't just like nice in terms of the celebration and all the touches and like the you know the the floral arrangements and like the music and like the, oh, the party floral vibe. was crazy. But yeah, keep going. It was just, it really was just nice to see like the the love and like the celebration of love and like all the different people um that that came together to celebrate with y'all and was just like genuinely happy and and having a good time just like I said that to Natalie too I said I don't know how much of it was about like you know just what people actually sense about us that that made it that like I think a lot of it is based in the actual belief and love people have for the relationship. And that made it so you felt it throughout the day. And then shouts to Shimon. If anyone's ever looking for a good Jewish officiant, he's a cantor and he did such a wonderful job. I think he set the tone early of like what this vibe is going to be. Yeah. Um, And then we had the wrestling and the hip hop. I came out to the instrumental for international players anthem 
Natalie came out to Mac Miller. You got the Stone Cold music. Kind of hit all the touch points culturally. But then don't forget <laughs> about the the Paul Simon, right? I didn't know this song right away. Like, but like you went yeah. you went everywhere with it. Like I told yeah, you, we, bro. <laughs> I was like, uh, that was like the hardest whitish Wednesday so far because I didn't know what the songs were right away. It really was. It was yeah, James it was Taylor and Paul Simon. We had Whitish yeah. Wednesday in there. We had Hip Hop Fifty in there. It was all in there. It was yeah. uh, it was amazing. So thank you guys for uh, indulging and and listening to us talk about it. Friday we'll get into a uh, breakdown a little bit more from this week, um, some more from Raw and whatever happens on Dynamite. Also, I uh, I enjoyed. I did not watch the match yet. I'm gonna go watch it now, but I did enjoy the C- CM Punk promo talking ish about Samoa Joe in their collision match. But I didn't watch the match yet. And I really enjoyed, I texted Mike Mansuri. I don't know if it was his responsibility, but I, I, or his doing, I don't know if you caught any of collision. They did like the Saturday night's main event style intro to collision. It's pretty hard. This past Saturday right here. Yes. You should watch it. Check it out. And they're cutting to all the different people talking. But then when they get to punk, he's talking and he's like, and I'm going to do it right now. And then he walks out live. It was, it was. Yes. It was nice. Sounds mage. It was well done. Uh, Everybody, thank you for everything. Take it easy. Stay mage. And uh, we certainly enjoyed ourselves. And Mazel Tov, P. Oh. That's the cheap heat. Okay. I need everybody paying attention. No more. No talking. (laughs) All right. All right, folks. So every, um, every sort of monumental occasion, uh, you know, for family and friends, I, I like to write a poem. And, and because Peter and Natalie are about as important to me as it gets, I figured why should uh, tonight be any different? So I bring you this. Welcome to Tribeca. Let's take in the scene. It's time for you to strap in and enjoy the sounds of Dipperstein. (laughs) We are filled with joy that it came to this place where a badass chick from Queens fell for a guy from Chevy Chase. (laughs) Let's celebrate their love, a strong and endless loop, a relationship defined by cleaning up Bear and Rocky's poop. Rosenberg's rich, he's famous, there's no reason to be bitter. Only Peter could manage to find the hottest chick on Twitter. As soon as I met Natalie, I knew it'd be a thing. A girl that tolerates his wrestling shirts was sure to be more than a fling. Natalie knows he's a handsome guy and all, and not to make you tick. But the biggest misconception is that he's better looking than Nick. (laughs) Peter, if you can't smell what Natalie's cooking, no wonder, alas, That's what you get for sticking your nose up Kendrick Lamar's ass. 
Peter always wished to be a star, and needless to say, that will only be accomplished by poisoning Ebro and Michael Kay. Nat, your portraits are breathtaking. You capture every detail, every freckle. Let's hope the only thing off limits is a photo of Peter Schmeckel. <laughs> I hope you can take this all in jest. Don't turn on me all of a sudden. I assume you'd rather me do this roast than that hater Joe Budden. Aside from all the bits, and despite all the shtick, there is no greater honor than being your sidekick. When there's a divide amongst cultures, you step up to bat. You bring people together, and we love you for that. Equality and ending hatred are ideas you hold dear. The world is forever improving because you are here. Natalie. Through your art and perspective, you show us beauty in what you portray. We live through the world how you see it in such a unique way. I only wish I was settled down and we'd have a couple's retreat to share. Who knows, my future wife could be sitting right over there. But, but I'll be in your shoes one day. You know how it goes fulfilling every Jewish man's dream of marrying Amber Rose. <laughs> this wedding was pricey and all. It's costing me a small treasure. But finally, this weekend, I got to meet Ben Pleasure. Now let's raise our glasses to the couple we all came to see. Peter and Natalie, your family to me. Professional wrestler in the history of the art form. M -m 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 Midge. 